BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Today, I am no longer Chelsea. I am the devil. <laughs> and I'm the angel on her shoulder. We are <laughs> we are dressed up as an angel and a devil right now. And today is one of our most anticipated episodes, I think, of the whole year. You it guys, is indeed. You guys seem to love these episodes. Today is our Halloween edition special. It is our scary, spooky story episode. So you guys wrote in the scariest thing that's ever happened to you or someone you know, and we're reading all your stories on the podcast. This is the third year in a row that we've done this, correct? Yes. Which means, pause me, like, this is our three-year anniversary. It's not. But we've been doing the podcast for a long time. Yes. That's two that and means. a half years. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But you guys better freaking get ready to be spooked. I'm, we haven't read, mind. we have not read any of these stories yet, but I'm already just like freaked out and I'm I haven't even satanic. I'm oh, just kidding. wowza. <laughs> I'm dressed up as the devil. You guys, you'll see, you'll see in some video content. And if you guys want to go on our Instagram to see our costumes, go to what we said podcast on Instagram. You'll be able to see how awesome we look. We were going to, um, talk about the bachelorette, like give a little recap in today's intro, but we have so many stories that we kind of just want to jump right into it. And yeah. we'll talk about The Bachelorette maybe next week. But it's actually kind of, I was thinking, it's kind of good timing because because when we record our episodes, we can talk about The Bachelorette and then people will be able to listen on Tuesday because now Bachelorette's on Tuesdays. Yes. So they can listen to it and then watch the new episode yes, that night. 100%. It's way better than when it happened on Monday. Yes. So it'll be good. You guys can get a recap that morning and then at night you can watch Bachelorette. Exactly. So I was thinking we can talk about it next week because to be honest, we're not really vibing with this season right now. I definitely have thoughts. Me too. But I think we'll wait to share them. Yeah, we'll wait. Um, We'll wait till after spooky season. I think we should just jump right in because of how many stories we have. And let's not waste time. Let's not waste a second more. Okay. Chelsea's going to start. This is a story my sister wrote in. She actually sent it in a little late last year. I was going to read it on last year's episode, but she was on time this year and sent it in. So it's one of my favorite spooky stories. Hi, JC and sister. 
That's me. I had to write in this creepy, crazy story that a nice boy shared with me on a date once. This gave me the chills, and I'm actually kind of jealous I wasn't there to witness this. During his senior year, him and his friends were out one night during the week of Halloween. So there were plenty of skeletons, witches, and blow-up Halloween decor on every lawn. Before ending the night, they were sitting in his truck outside of his friend's house. The truck was parallel parked with the lights on, and they were facing a few houses across the neighborhood street. So, Chelsea, it is like if someone were parked at the stop sign by Walgreens facing our side of the neighborhood. Only I would understand that, but it makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for the visual. Um, they were talking when one of his friends said, wait, did that thing just move? While pointing to a house across the street. When he looked, his friend was pointing to a life-size grim reaper that they thought previously to be a decoration in the midst of all the other Halloween decor. The truck lights were shining on the lawn, but the grim reaper was completely still. But as they kept watching, they saw it move again, and it would shake a little bit as if it were a person just trying to stand still. So they had a brilliant idea of starting up the truck, hitting the gas right up until the house curb when they would slam on their brakes, awaiting either no movement or movement. IDK what they were really expecting, but they were teenage boys, so it was all fun and games until after slamming on the brakes right before the curb to the house, the Grim Reaper took a big step back, indicating that it was a real person. So their friends frantically reversed and drove away, leaving the mystery of the Grim Reaper. Well, a few days later, his friend called him up and asked if he had heard the news about the stabbing by a man dressed as the Grim Reaper. So he looked up online to see the article of a lady who lived just a few houses down from the lawn of the spotted Grim Reaper, and she was reportedly stabbed in the bathtub eight times by a man dressed up as the Grim Reaper on the same night they saw it. So either the Grim Reaper just stabbed the lady or was going towards the lady to stab her. At when they saw him. I guess his friends all got there at the worst, best time, and the Reaper was stuck there until they drove away because he was too scared to be caught. Oh. They never reported anything to the cops because they arrested the guy eventually, and he was charged for the stabbing. Also, the lady miraculously survived. Wow. What a champ. Anyways, happy Halloween. Next time you see a life-size Grim Reaper, don't slam on the brakes. Just run it over. <laughs> Love oh. ya. That's terrifying. Horrifying. I've heard stories like that where they, you know, encounter someone mm -hmm. and then later on, later they, on they find something, they see on the news that that person did something. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. No, thanks. No, thank you. Okay. Hi, JC and Chelsea. I absolutely love the podcast and I've listened to every episode since day one. The scary story episodes are always my favorite. This past January, my friend and her college roommates were just casually talking about sleep talking and were wondering how often they do it, if ever. So her friend decided to download an app that records you through the night and alerts you in the morning if it detects any noise while you're sleeping. Oh, I have that app. Ah, I already have goosebumps typing this. The next morning, she woke up and the app said there was a noise recorded at 3 a.m. She was so excited to hear what she'd been saying in her sleep and gathered her roommates around to listen to it during breakfast. And as you can probably guess, it was not her voice. It was fully a man's voice in her room following the sound of metal. Don't worry, I've attached the voice memo. <gasps> it is terrifying. Listen to the voice memo with your volume all the way up and let me know what you think he says before I tell you because everyone who listens hears one of these two sentences. I'm terrified. We have the voice recording here, you guys. I'm going to put my volume all the way up and I hope you guys can hear it. Okay, here we go. I'm screaming. <gasps> that sounds like I said she's the one or to me. It's or like she's not awake or something. I can't even My, hear. I have I'm goosebumps. terrified. 
all over my body. I Wait. do not like that. Is there more? That was it. No, that was it. I'm... That gave me the worst. My stomach dropped. My most, stomach just dropped. Most people have said that they think he says she's the one or she's my wife. Either way, terrifying. Long story short, they called the police to search their house and they found footprints in their attic. So the police decided to constantly watch their house for the next week. Nothing happened since, but a lot of people who have listened think it was actually a demon in her room. <gasps> All I know is after hearing this story from them, I could not sleep for several nights. Really makes me want to start recording my own sleep. Thanks for listening to my scary story. Lock your doors, ladies. Love you. I do. I have a bad feeling. It's that, me. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's terrifying. The, I, I forgot to issue a warning at the beginning of this episode that like if you are sensitive. If you don't like scary. Yeah. Stay away. You, I mean, it should be obvious because it's literally scary stories. And we hope to make things lighthearted and stuff in this that episode. One, that one cannot be made lighthearted. Yeah. That's ter- when you actually hear it is terrifying. The metal clinking? What was what he the doing? Heck? It sounded like a guitar like fell over or something in the very beginning. What the heck was that? I'm, that's so She's creepy. She's the one. That is so obviously like a man's voice. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. can you imagine hearing that? Can you imagine putting your thing and being like, look guys, something was recorded oh. at 3 a.m. Not to, um, not to mention that 3 a.m. is devil's hour. Yes. Oh, we know. If you guys have listened the previous years, 3 a.m., devil's hour, stay away. Which always terrifies me if I wake up at 3 a.m. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Or if you're like still awake and it's approaching 3, I'm like, I got to go to bed. <gasps> no, 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 no. Not like that. Okay, moving on. Hold up. You guys may remember when we had Dr. Madahi on our podcast. It was such an interesting conversation. He is one of the founders of Lumino Oral Essentials. And we talked all about your mouth health, your oral health, your microbiome, how everything connects and how important it is to basically keep your mouth healthy and clean. And I have gotten so many people in my personal life, including my whole family, interested and hooked on the Lumino products. We are so in love with them. Right after we had this episode with him, we went and bought a bunch of their stuff. I haven't gone back since. Absolutely love it. My personal favorite things I use every day. Well, I use the bamboo toothbrush, the toothpaste that they have. I'm forgetting the exact Whitening kind. toothpaste? Um, no, Leif uses that one. I use just the like fresh and clean one. Oh yeah. And then the hydrating mouthwash, which both Chelsea and I use. And it's so, so good. Yes. The hydrating mouthwash is a game changer. Um, and it's not like the spicy kind that you have um, that has all the alcohol in it, which from the episode, you know, is not great. And keeps your mouth hydrated. Get, you know, gets that saliva moving around. And I love the toothbrushes as well. As well, so good. So, how can you get your most beautiful smile? The answer is Lumino Oral Essentials. Also, I forgot to mention that I have been using their whitening strips, and I'm obsessed with them. So good, non-toxic, balancing, and refreshing products that don't just whiten; they brighten. After all, a beautiful smile isn't just white; it's rejuvenated gums and a healthy microbiome. The answer, at last, backed by science and loved by customers across the country, Lumino is the number one selling teeth whitening product on Amazon with over 5,000 five-star reviews. See what all the fuss is about and experience your best oral health with Lumino. Go to oralessentials.com and get 15% off your first order with code what we said. Go check it out. Hello, ladies. I've got a real spine tingler for you. Let's go. One night I was having a horrible nightmare, but it was unlike any other nightmare I'd ever had before. There were weird numbers and symbols that I couldn't understand, but they meant horrible things were going to happen, like death, people being tortured, and other awful things that I was trying to prevent by figuring out the symbols. Okay, sounds like a Nancy Drew game to me. (laughs) The overall feeling of the dream was darker and more sinister than anything I had ever experienced. 
I felt like there was some kind of presence in my dream besides myself. The weird part about the dream is that I knew I was dreaming the whole time. All while in this dream, I was trying to wake up, but I was literally trapped. I felt like this presence was stopping me from leaving and getting some kind of sick pleasure from the whole thing. Somehow I eventually escaped and woke up. When I woke up, I almost wished I was still stuck in the nightmare because I woke up to my pitch black room, but there was a figure so shrouded in the darkness that the darkness of the room almost seemed light. Oh, I have chills. I have chills. This figure was slowly moving away from where I lay in bed, in my bed, and I could hear feet dragging across the floor as this, I'm going to cry, as this figured skunk, oh wait, what? Skunk? <laughs> as this figured sunk away from my bedside. I was so completely petrified with fear that I couldn't breathe. I honestly thought I was in another dream or seeing things. I couldn't move or even wake my husband up next to me. I prayed harder than I ever had in my entire life for myself and my family and for this thing to leave. When it was gone, I literally cried and prayed the whole rest of the night. I told my mom and husband about what happened the next morning. I felt crazy relaying what had happened because it didn't seem possible, but they both believed me. The craziest part of the whole thing is that my mom really freaked out when I told her because the day before my nightmare, she had seen a black shadowed figure in the guest room of our house. She didn't know if she was just imagining it or not, but she knew it was real when I described the exact same figure. Oh, I called my bishop because I was concerned and confused about why this had happened to me. I was under the impression that evil beings and spirits didn't bother you unless you were seeking them out or inviting them in. And I was a very active member at my church and was still doing all the things I thought I should be doing. My bishop, bless him, said something that really stuck with me, that I wasn't a bad person because something bad happened to me, but that I had a choice like everyone else. We can either let those experiences hurt our faith or let them bring us closer to God. We had our house blessed, and I've never seen or felt that presence in over four years since that night. Thanks for listening to my mini Stephen King novel, but I swear on my life it's 100% true. I still hardly believe it happened to me. Anyway, you two are the cutest BFFs I've ever seen. Keep up the good work. Oh, I wanted to cry. That And the fact that she good. said, I told my husband and my mom the next morning, I would have woken them up. That's, I would have woken my husband up two seconds she later. She couldn't. Why? She said she would like literally No, no, no. I'm couldn't. saying after she saw the figure and she was like bawling, oh. I would wake up my husband and be like, I'm terrified. Yeah. She's a brave woman for Seriously. sticking through the night <gasps> and then telling him in the morning. Wow. Oh, okay. Gosh. Hello, ladies. So let's hop right into this. It's long. Let's get some murderers. I don't like ghosts as much as I like murderers. My uncle is the pastor of my church and once taught a Bible study lesson about demons. Oh, great. The lesson went over what demons actually are, how they're all around us, but we cannot see them, and what it actually means to be possessed and not the falsified version movies present to us. Well, my grandparents gave me a ride home from Bible study that night, and as we were driving home, I looked out the car window as we were at a red light and saw a man sitting in his truck, though this man had the face of a literal skeleton. I kept staring because I was trying to figure out if he had makeup on, but it was not anywhere near Halloween. Then he slowly turned his face towards me and it was almost as though his jaw unhinged from the upper half of his face. His mouth fell open and I jumped and quickly faced forward, realizing this was not just makeup. I was terrified, but didn't want to say anything because that would make it more real. I saw an actual skeleton. I kept quiet until my grandma said, did you see that? A chill ran down my spine and I nonchalantly said, what? She said, that thing in the truck, it looked like one of them demons the pastor preached about, huh? Immediately, I began panicking as my grandma seeing it made it that much more real. My grandma is a no BS type of woman. So for her to see that thing too meant I was not imagining things. The crazy part is while I saw a skeleton, she saw a clown, but we both saw its jaw fall from its face. It is still etched in my brain. Goodbye. Goodbye to clowns. Goodbye to that. And And it's like that thing in Harry Potter that like shows you your worst nightmare. Maybe, you know, oh, she's yeah, scared yeah, yeah. of skeletons or grandma's scared of clowns. Hi, ladies. I listen to your podcast every week, and I think you guys are hilarious and amazing. 
Stop. <laughs> Thanks for making my Tuesdays better. This isn't my experience, but I heard the story a few days ago. My brother-in-law, we will call him Scott. Scott and his friends decided one night to play with a Ouija board. No, honey. Nope. They started asking questions and messing around, and nothing really happened. <laughs> yeah. Then one of Scott's friends asked, thinking nothing of it, has anyone in this room killed someone? <gasps> um? I'm sorry. What? And without anyone touching it, the board slid to yes, and then spelled out a boy's name that no one knew besides one person in the room. Apparently, a year before, one of Scott's friends had been driving and accidentally hit and killed a little boy. No one in the room knew about it. Scott's friend told them what happened after the Ouija board had spelled out the boy's name who he accidentally killed. After that experience, they never played with the Ouija board again. And to this day, Scott and his friends hardly talk about that experience. That? No, 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 nope, no, 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 that is, wow. Ouija Can boards you are terrifying. The person, whoever the friend is, yeah, has to admit it. Well, and it's like spelling it out, and you're like, sorry, I thought this was a joke. And then it's like spelling out something nobody knew. Nope, absolutely <gasps> not. Okay, first, I want to say thank you for brightening up my Tuesdays. I've listened since <laughs> not this Tuesday. <laughs> We're darkening it today. I've listened since episode one, and do not plan to stop. Lots of love from Mexico. Visit me. Oh, gladly. Yeah. Okay. Now Drop to the pin, story, hun. More than one story. It's more like my experience and sorry in advance because it's long, but don't we all love details? I've always been an incredulous girl as no one in my family believes in ghosts or things like that. And that is how I grew up. But then one night that my sister was not home, I decided to sleep in her room, which was right across from mine. I shared with another sister. And that was the first time I experienced sleep paralysis. In my dream, I woke up and since the door was open, I could see the inside of the other room and on the floor was a floating sheet, like a ghost, but flatter. And then the sheet started floating towards me. And when it reached the edge of the bed, it uncovered a really ugly old lady who started telling me it was her apartment and that we should leave. While all this is happening, I could not move or scream or anything. And I woke up crying. I had sleep paralysis like three more times in that apartment and could not wait to move out. Months later, we moved to a bigger apartment and what I thought would stop just increased. I started having sleep paralysis several times a week, sometimes seeing ugly things without form, sometimes feeling a breath on my neck. Once something pulled my ankle and when I woke up, it hurt. Of course, I did not look for marks because I was terrified. I was sneaking into one of my sister's bedroom in the middle of the night after the nightmares to not sleep alone. And it hit a point where I was sleeping three hours max from Wait, the fear. how old was she when this happened? I don't know. She said something about college at some point. Okay. Um, I was hit a point where I was sleeping three hours max from the fear. I was tired and anxious and even closing my eyes in the shower scared me. All I could do was pray, but it didn't seem to help much. I did not tell anyone because like I said, no one in my family believes in this and I did not want to look crazy. But then one weekend, my parents came to visit. Me and my sisters live in a different state because of college. And the issue came up because they slept in my room and my mom said she felt uneasy all night. Luckily, they didn't think I was crazy. And since my mom is way more religious than me, she told me she was going to do some prayers in my room. And believe it or not, the sleep paralysis stopped and even the room felt lighter. After all of this, one time I went to a local fruit stand and parked right in front of it. When the lady was packing everything, she asked where my sister had gone. Confused, I told her I was alone. And she was like, no, she was in the backseat of your car. And her <gasps> sister proceeded to shush her. And wait, what? I'm confused. I don't know why I'm confused. Wait, wait, keep reading. Okay, wait, sorry. After all this, one time I went to a local fruit stand and parked right in front. I need to read it for she me. She said, where's your sister? There, your sister was in the back of your car. And then her sister, the lady at the fruit stand, sister? Is that what she's saying? Oh, yeah. And her sister proceeded to shush her and tell her not to scare me. To which she replied, oh, I really thought she was with you. But it's okay. They won't hurt you. Uh, uh, uh. 
I still get sleep paralysis every few months, but definitely not as bad as before. And sometimes I imagine people that, that are not there. I've been told that maybe I have some kind of extra sense, but since I don't believe I'm not open to receive quote unquote, anyways, I have more examples, but this is way too long already. Let me know if you want more. I'm, no. I'm kind of confused about that whole situation, though. What? With the, with the, with the sisters and the sister. I think the, there was a lady at the fruit stand, and her sister was with her. And she said, the lady with the sister said to the girl who wrote in, Where's, where's your, your sister? sister? Yeah, like there was someone in your back seat. It was it looked like your sister. So it was like a ghost in her back seat, yeah, basically? basically. And then her sister was like, don't tell, don't say that. Like, you're going to scare her. And she was like, oh, don't worry. She won't hurt you. Like, maybe they like, I don't know. Had an inkling about something. Ew. No, 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 no. Yeah. Have you ever had a ghost like encounter? Because I haven't. I had, I think I told this one time. I have had one like where it's been so long now, but I'll never forget what it looked like. And I always tell like, again, it's like hard to say because I'm like, did I, maybe I imagined it. But in the moment I was like, no, that was real. And for like the next couple of years after it happened, I'm like, no, I will like take that to my grave that that was real. Like that, that really happened. It was like in a dream, right? No, or you woke I up woke from up. A dream? Yeah. I woke up from a dream and there was like a ghostly, like almost looked like the Mycene dolls. Like it wasn't a body. It was just like this. And it just like flew towards me really fast. And, oh, yeah. it was, and then it kind of like just disappeared, but it was like a face. Like I saw a woman's face and then it like came towards me and disappeared but oh. I didn't have I wasn't scared of it I wasn't scared of it it wasn't like it was like oh my gosh it was just like like that thing was just trying so to weird. hurt me it almost felt like somebody like watching over me or something weird it was very strange my sister one time had um someone give he was giving a talk at church and she was sitting in the congregation and he was saying like I see like I get it I don't remember exactly but something along the lines of like I see angels watching over some of you guys like I can like see them and then he went up to her, Abby after my sister after church and was like I see like a spirit with you like she protecting you and she was like what the what <laughs> a good one I yeah guess, in, but, okay interesting yeah and um a lot of people in my family have said they've had weird in, like situations in the room that I saw the ghost in which room is it it's the very back one the one that's been, was my room for a long long time but it's yeah. like the very back one and like Ooh. Lad had that room for a while and yeah. he was like, no, I have had like bad dreams in that room. What the heck? Yeah. It's spooky. That's freaky. We are here to talk to you guys about Pura. You've heard a couple ads before about them and we are absolutely obsessed with Pura and we've seen you guys post that you guys are getting them too. And we're so happy. If we could influence you to do one thing today, it's yes. to buy a Pura because it is amazing. And JC's house smells great right now. And it's because of her Pura plugged into her wall. Pura is a company that makes premium fragrances that are safe for everybody, including babies and pets. Your home isn't complete without a home fragrance. It can be recently cleaned and everything, but something's really just missing until you light a candle or plug in a diffuser. And that is where Pura comes in to make your at-home experience that much more convenient. Pura's packaging is luxurious and perfect to give as gifts for the holidays coming up. And they also offer this is very important, so listen up. The Capri Blue Volcano scent from Anthropology. So the holidays are coming up, and if you're, uh, you know, 
gift giver. Yeah, if you were born in, you know, the late 90s like we were, probably you gift the anthropology volcano candle to all your friends. Mm -hmm. Well, we have an alternative. Give them the Pura. It doesn't run out in terms of, you know, you have to buy another $40 candle and you have other options for other scents. It's amazing. Fragrances are made by the same perfumers who curate the world's top designer perfumes that we all wear and love. Pura only has responsibly sourced fragrances that are safe, like I said, for dogs and babies, which is so important and nice. So nice. So the device itself is very nifty. It's also very like sleek and, un, you know, it's not an eyesore, which is important. So the device pairs with an app that can be controlled remotely. So the features of it include you can turn the device on and off. You can control the scent intensity, which is awesome. There's a little nightlight on it that you can turn on and off. You can customize the color of the nightlight if you want like a warm ambiance, you know, in the room, which I love. You can create custom schedules for your fragrances. You can switch between the two fragrances. So there can be two different fragrances in the device at one time. And I had two different fall ones and I would just like switch between them on different days so that I could get different fragrances and scents in my home. A wide variety. Exactly. So Pura gives customers the option to subscribe to any fragrance and receive 30% off with no strings attached. Sign up, cancel, skip, or pause at any time with no fee to get 30% off all fragrances and choose how often you get your shipments. Not only will you get 30% off all fragrances, you can also use code what we said at checkout on Pura.co to get an extra fragrance of your choice for free. Again, go to pura.co and use code what we said, our podcast name at checkout for a free fragrance of your choice. You're welcome. You guys are going to be obsessed. Okay. I grew up never believing in ghosts or anything like that. My mom always told me that there was always a scientific reason for things and that ghosts and such didn't exist. I've never had an experience with one so before, so I never believed in them myself until my sophomore year of college. It was my second semester after my semester abroad when I moved in with a new roommate that I'd never met before. I would always go to bed earlier than her because I'm sorry, I'm a tired person who really values sleep. Same. <laughs> I would even sleep with earplugs and a sleep mask to make sure I had no distractions during the night. A few weeks into the semester, I was dead asleep when I felt someone get in the end of my bed. <gasps> my bed was lofted, so you had to climb up at the end of it to get on the bed. I felt the pressure of someone's hands on each side of my body, and it slowly went from the bottom of my bed to the top. I was literally frozen in fear, thinking my new roommate was a weirdo climbing on me in the middle of the night. I didn't know what to do because I was so scared and non-confrontational that I literally did not want to lift my sleep mask up to confront her. <gasps> a few terrified. seconds later, I felt her get off the bed, so I went to bed and was planning on confronting her if she did it again. The next night, the same thing happened. I felt the weight of the end of my bed shift and the handprint slowly up the bed on either side of my body, so I lifted my mask up, but no one was there. My roommate wasn't even home. As I was staring in front of me, I could literally feel the pressure on my bed as if someone was on top of me, but I couldn't see anything. I was freaked out, but obviously didn't know what to do or think. The same situation happened multiple nights throughout the rest of the semester. I told my roommate about this. She told me that she's heard similar things happen to people that lived on our hall. Amazing. So yeah, I guess my sophomore dorm was haunted and my roommate wasn't a weirdo after all. What do you mean? She just doesn't lift her sleep mask. She's like, oh, I'll talk about it in the morning. I'm sorry. I I think she was just like, oh my gosh, like this weird girl is like, you know. Uh, Laying on top of you? And you're just like with your sleep mask on laying there? I'd be like, (laughs) excuse me? What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. These things, also, again, it's kind of like the embarrassing moments. It's like when you're you're hearing it, you're like, oh, okay, that's scary. Okay, sorry, my eyelash. Is my eyelash (laughs) coming on? No. Oh. Um. In the moment, it's like, okay, yeah, when you're hearing it. But when you're actually there, like picturing it happening to you, 
It's horrifying. Yeah, you like, would act picture differently. Picture yourself actually laying there and then you feel like the pressure of the hands. No. No. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> absolutely not. It's going to be an absolute no for me. No. Okay. I absolutely love following you guys and listening to your podcast. I want to meet you guys someday and I hope you have another live show soon. Same. Same. Anyway, on to my crazy spooky story for you guys. I swear my cousin was seconds away from being possessed. Years ago, my cousin and I got on the on the topic of scary stories for some reason and he told me of an experience he had. One night he was lying in bed half asleep. He opened his eyes and saw a dark figure standing on the top of his dresser. He closed his eyes and- Standing on the top of his dresser? He closed his eyes and opened them again to wake up and shake the sleep from his eyes, but this dark figure was still there. When he was describing this figure, I imagined it to almost look like Gollum from The Hobbit. Yeah, that's what I was saying, like a- uh, What are those statues called? Gargoyle. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, a few minutes went by and he swore he was wide awake at this point. He said the dark figure was just sitting, staring at him. And he was so scared he could not even move. Next thing he knew, the dark figure went to jump onto him. But he moved his arms and covered his face and screamed out, Lord, please help me, which was probably his saving grace. He moved his arms away from his face and sat up straight and the figure was gone. Oh my gosh, I have chills. Me too. <gasps> I don't know if this was just a realistic nightmare or if he had sleep paralysis, but after I told him that's probably all it was, he swore he was wide awake and then it went to jump on him. When it went to jump on him. Well, you can't move in sleep paralysis. So if he lifted his arms up, he, then he was awake. Yeah. <gasps> Over the years, I've heard that possession and things like that are totally real and can really happen. It's freaky to think about something like that that could have happened to someone close to me. My cousin has not had anything like that happen to him since— This is spooky. —since, so who knows what it could have been. I'm getting spooked. That's freaky. I'm actually really spooked. <laughs> I'm like, cut the cameras. <laughs> cut the cameras. <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's hope this one is a little bit of a— Maybe it's, <laughs> this is Casper. The next one's Casper. Hi, girls. Just want to start off by saying I love your podcast. It truly makes me feel like I'm talking and giggling with my sisters. Aw. Anyways, when I saw your post on Instagram, I was super excited because boy, do I have a spooky story for you. My senior year of high school, my three friends and I skipped school for senior skip day and decided to go to a park close by. We spent the day hiking and taking photos. Since the park closed at dusk, we were on our way out of the woods. Uh, I'm sorry, a park in the woods? No. <laughs> yeah. No. No fam. In this economy, no. <laughs> At this time, the selfie stick just came out and was super popular in our high school. My friend Savannah had a funny idea to use an actual stick as a fake selfie stick. My two friends and I stood in front of Savannah and held up the phone on top of the stick to make it look like she was holding a selfie stick. I'm crying. That's literally something we would do. <laughs> that was an actual stick. Super funny and cool idea, right? We took the picture and made our way back to the car since it was getting dark. Later that night, we were looking. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm covering the photo. Okay. Later that night, we were looking at and sharing the photos we took that day when my other friend noticed a figure in the background of the selfie stick picture, a literal body, or what it looks like to me, a person hanging from a tree with a bag over its head. Absolutely not. So, 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 so <laughs> sorry, she says. We were creeped out beyond belief and couldn't think of an explanation. Keep in mind, we were about a mile into the woods on the— I'm getting scared. <laughs> I'm getting actually scared. On the only trail with no house horses— <laughs> Got horses on the mind. <laughs> okay, with no houses around. None of us saw anyone walking in the woods, and it was super easy to spot them if they were there since it was fall and the leaves were crunchy. Ooh. I'm like, ooh, I love crunchy leaves. Ooh, I love fall. The figure is actually standing by a huge cliff that led us to the river below, and it would be super dangerous to even try to go up there. Everyone thinks we are lying when we tell them the story. We even submitted the photo to a guy that analyzes paranormal pictures and videos, and he couldn't find any explanation either. It has been about six years since that photo was taken. 
And it's safe to say we never went back to that park. Yeah, they should burn the park. Yeah. What do you guys think? I attached the picture below. Does it not give you the creepiest feeling? I love you guys. It it gives I you the you creepiest. Oh. <gasps> oh. No. Like No. Oh. Oh. You have got to be kidding me. That is so scary. That? I have the most. Look at my freaking legs, it? Chelsea. Look at my legs. <laughs> They I have try and show the camera. So many chills. Can you see? Leif, you should look at it though. Yeah, you should look at Leif it. Leif is our cameraman eye. today because we're videoing this also. I don't like listening to things and seeing them. Like I I don't like that. You can zoom out if it's like too close in. Like look at the actual photo. That is so horrifying. There's nothing scarier than experiencing something like even the, the girl sleeping. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I wonder what my dreams are like. Hey, it's so innocent. And then you look back and you're like, Excuse me? Yeah. So that's the same thing with the picture. I can't imagine Your just innocence like, yeah. just like destroyed. That is not okay. No, that's absolutely not okay. That's not okay. We'll, we'll definitely post that on our Instagram that story is, if we can. It is funny though. That is the, the stick. stick. It's literally a branch. Oh, that is so Oh my terrifying. gosh. That, that's like um the movie Strangers, I think it is. Ooh. Oh, I hate that. Okay. That's, wow, wow, wow. Okay, this is for our ladies, and I'm pretty sure most of you are ladies that are listening to this podcast right now. So Chelsea and I both utilize this every single day. This is ritual vitamins that we're here to talk about today. So we're all trying to be as healthy as we can, right? We're trying to eat our, you know, eat our greens, drink our green smoothies, keep our bodies healthy. But even if we try super hard to eat all the kale salads in the world, we're still most likely not getting all the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. So that is where Ritual comes in. It is an obsessively researched vitamin for women. Their essentials vitamins have the nutrients most of us do not get enough of from food, all in their clean, absorbable forms with no shady ingredients or additives. So you take two capsules a day and they have a minty aftertaste, which I mention in every single ad that we do with them, but I feel like it really needs to be talked about because they're not chalky. They don't have like a fish, you know, the fish oil. One of the oil. most important selling points to be quite honest. Yeah. They, they're pleasant to take, which is very important. And this is coming from someone who's extremely picky about vitamins, medication, anything like that. I have phobias of swallowing yeah. pills. So this is coming from someone who's picky. Um, and they're just really easy to incorporate into a routine. I absolutely love them. Yeah. We're obsessed with virtual. We've been taking them for over a year now. Um, they also have a no nausea capsule design. Not only are they menti, but you can also take them on an empty stomach and they won't make you sick. They're really beautiful vitamins too, which you know, we love here at the What We Said podcast. Beautiful packaging. Branding's great. And that's just the icing on the cake. You also also don't have to go to the store to get them, which is really nice. They are delivered every month right to your door. So easy. Better health does not happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash what we said to start your ritual today. That is 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash what we said. Go check it out. Okay. Love you guys. And I've been waiting for this episode to submit this story. Also just oh, wanted to scared. say, scared. also just wanted to say how much I loved your last episode. I died laughing. If you guys have not listened to us answer trivia questions, if you, you need, need to laugh to. after this episode and you haven't listened to the last episode, you need something more lighthearted. Go yes. listen to our last, last week's episode. 
It, listen to it again if you need to. Yeah. This is an incident that happened to my sister's friend shortly before COVID happened. We'll call her Amy. Amy matched with someone on a dating app who seemed like a normal down-to-earth guy. The two met and ate dinner at a fancy restaurant in New York, hit it off, and had a great time. As the night dwindled and the dinner was coming to an end, the date suggested they go to his house, which was just a block over. Since the date went well, Amy agreed and followed him home. He started giving Amy a back massage back at his place, and during this time, Amy picked up a phone call from a friend who was curious to know how the date went. The date suddenly became furious, asking why and how the friend knew Amy was on a date and immediately ushered Amy out the door. Okay, weird, but Amy didn't think much of it other than, wow, what a jerk, and went straight to bed when she got home. The next day, Amy started to complain of her shoulders and upper back feeling weird, sore, and raw. She went Ew. to the... She went to the dermatologist who discovered a rash on her back and let her know that it looked like someone had rubbed meat tenderizer all over her back. Amy immediately called the police. When they went to go check the guy's apartment, they found the apartment was completely empty with no sign of anyone living there. She still has no idea what happened to the guy. Hope you enjoyed. Happy wait, wait, Halloween. Wait, 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 wait. What? What do you well, mean? At what point did he touch her back? He was giving her a back massage. Oh, 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 oh. And she had a rash on her back the next day. And then they went meat to the tenderizer. <gasps> you Literally. Hannibal Hannibal Lecter. You would feel so violated and Ew. disgusted and terrified. Yeah. I am so glad I don't have to date anymore. I was oh. thinking about that the other day, like how you'll hear these true crime stories of girls who match with guys on Tinder or whatever, no. go on a date, and then the guy's just a creep. Yeah. Can you imagine? Rubbing. <laughs> Ew. I'm like, I'm vegan. <laughs> That's Ew. so scary. That's terrifying. I'm like, I hate men. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, here's my scary story. So I live in my sorority house and it is old. There have been plenty of occurrences to make it haunted, but our main ghost is named Lester. Hmm. Sounds nice enough. <laughs> Back in the 1960s, a sweet sister broke it off with her boyfriend, Lester, right before winter break. Acting out of extreme sadness and heartbreak, over the break, Lester broke into the house and hung himself in the boiler room. Of the sorority house. Wow. Oh my Spring gosh. semester rolled around and they discovered his decaying body. <gasps> spring, not until spring semester. Did she just like not know where he went? Well, they broke up. Well, yeah, but. Okay. Oh gosh. Wow. That's really sad and terrifying. Ever since, girls have reported waking up with scratch marks on their legs, feeling <laughs> like they are being pulled out of bed and hearing weird doors slam. He especially likes blondes who live in the basement because they look like his girlfriend. Luckily, the girl, I'm like, ex-girlfriend. They broke up. Luckily, the girl who lives in Lester's favorite room doesn't believe in ghosts. And when we are annoying, she threatens to play a Ouija board to summon him. Not funny. No, that's not funny. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I know humor. That ain't funny. <laughs> no, no, Lester. No. We have talked with people who lived in the house and all of the older women can confirm his presence. We also found his super old yearbook picture. He wasn't that cute. Probably like a 6.5 out of 10. Don't make him angry, girl. <laughs> yeah. He's, I bet he's listening to this podcast yeah, right he's now. Like, okay, he's going to come next. for now. I'm like, you're handsome, <laughs> Lester. I live on the top floor, and sometimes I feel like my room also has an ominous presence. And the past residents in my room can also confirm the feeling. Um, did I mention we have had the house blessed and a medium has also paid us a visit? Anyways, thanks for all the great content you two keep churning out. Your positivity and zest for life are contagious. Wow. Aww. Thank you. Well, that's nice. I'm glad Lester hasn't like done anything terrifying to you personally, yeah. but that's scary. Yeah, that is scary. Okay. Hey girls, my wife is a huge fan and told me to write in about an experience I had. First off, it's my wife's 22nd birthday by the time this episode is recorded. So if you could too, could give her a happy birthday shout out to her biggest fan. I know she would really appreciate it. Her name is Molly. 
Happy birthday, Molly. Thank you so Happy much. Happy Halloween birthday. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And you know, if your husband's in on it too, and now he's writing in, a couple that listens to what we said together stays, stays together. together. So congratulations, you two. Congratulations um, on your lifelong <laughs> romance. So when I was on my mission for the LDS church, there was one night where I was extra tired and passed out very quickly and fell into a deep sleep. That night it was raining very hard, but thankfully it would never wake me up unless there was crazy thunder. So for details sake, my bed was positioned to the point where my head was about two feet from our door and my feet were facing away from the door. Okay. Outside our bedroom door was a window on a wall where there was a very bright light outside that would shine like crazy into our room. So even during the middle of the night, this light would illuminate our room from under the door crack. So that night, I was randomly woken up by the sound of something outside our bedroom walking around. At first, I didn't think anything of it because I'm extra paranoid when it comes to locking doors up up to five times sometimes. Call me crazy. But when I heard it, I thought nothing of it and put my head down. There was no way anyone could get in without making tons of noise. But then I heard it again. When I lifted up my head and looked at the crack of the bottom of the door where the no. bright orange light was shining through, I could have sworn I saw two shadows mimicking walking walk right past. I thought that my mind was playing tricks on me because I was in a daze and I just woke up due to the noise. So I went back to sleep. The Wait, next mimicking? I think two shadows walking. Oh, I, I oh, think oh. that's what he means. The next morning, my companion who I lived with, after getting ready for the day, was sitting on the corner of his bed with a blank face and staring at the ground. I asked him, are you okay? He said, did you sleep well last night? I thought nothing of what happened that night and seeing the shadows, so I answered that I slept fine and asked him why. He asked. He said, last night something happened. I sat down on my bed and listened to what he explained happened. He said, last night something woke me up in the middle of the night. I turned over to face the middle of the room and I saw someone standing next to my bed watching me. My jaw dropped. I asked, why didn't you call out my name and ask for help? He said, I was frozen. I could not believe what I was seeing. I wasn't scared necessarily, but shocked that someone was there. I was really confused, but this was only half of it. He said, this person didn't say anything or make me feel threatened. He was just watching me. He was wearing some white clothes, but I could not see his face. He said that what felt like 30 minutes had passed before the unthinkable happened. He said, after that, he walked away from me and walked towards your bed where he stood and watched you sleep. <gasps> At this point, I was freaking out. He said he watched him watch me sleep and he could not understand what was going on. After a little while, the person watching me sleep walked over to a window in our room and looked outside the window as if looking for something. It was at this point my companion finally turned over and tried to go to sleep, hoping it was a bad dream. I told him about seeing feet movement that same night and how that was a crazy coincidence. Nothing happened after we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, coincidence. But after four, about four months later, when I was in a different place, he called me out of the blue. He asked me if I'd been having any similar experiences like the one we had. I hadn't thought about it since then and told him no. He said that this was odd because his new companion that was sleeping in the bed I was in had a feeling that he was being watched while sleeping and being followed into that apartment. Not only once, but on multiple occasions, he felt like that. He told me that they had the apartment blessed to help get rid of any negative feeling or presence that was there. Love the show. Oh, he's just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's – So it was the same bed. Someone said that. Yes. Oh. That's what's creepy to me is that – because even Beth was telling me about this experience that she's had that's kind of like sleep paralysis-ish where she wakes up and she sees a ton, tons of spiders like crawling all over her bed. And no. And, and she 100% is like awake, she feels yeah. like. And she's like screaming. And she said it's happened to her like 10 times, but only in two specific places where she's lived – and if not, it never it has never happened to her anywhere else but two specific places. And one of the places was like a really old house that they lived in. And I'm just like, I feel like that's true where it's yeah. the the presence or the spirits like live in specific places. Yeah. 
And that's why I always say I'm terrified to buy an old house. Yeah. Because I'm like, you don't know what has happened. Exactly. There. You have yeah. no idea. I'm like, I'm building a house. I ain't Seriously. dealing with that. Like a cute renovated 1950s house, but it's like, but did someone die in that house? Huh. Did someone? I live in one of those right now, so <laughs> well, same. That's what I'm saying. It's like, even if it's renovated, it's like, but you don't know what happened before. If it's an old house, you yeah. have no idea what no. has occurred there. And I, <gasps> you know what I mean? What if you bought your dream home that was an old house and it got renovated and then you just start having all these experiences and something had happened there years before or something and you had no idea? That's horrifying. Horrifying. Oh, okay. Never sleeping again. No, same. I don't know if I can sleep tonight. Hi, guys. I just wanted to say I love your podcast. Me and my best friend die laughing when we listen to you guys. Of course you do. I'm just kidding. Okay, now to my scary story. So basically, it was my first year at school, and me and my roommate would randomly find things that we didn't put in our room throughout the semester. We would have things go missing and randomly show up again. Nothing too creepy because roommates sometimes take things and put things back. (laughs) We know that. We know that much. (laughs) We have experienced that. Sorry, I have something in your hair. I'm just getting it out. Thank you. Then a couple weeks later, we started to hear noises at night coming from our bathroom. Our bathroom was connected to our room, and it wasn't connected to anyone else's room. And even sometimes the bathroom door would be barely be open, and it would close randomly at night. Creepy, but we thought um, of excuses for it because we didn't want to be too scared. Yeah, that's slur me. I'm like, oh, it must be the wind. <laughs> then I started to feel like someone was watching me while I was sleeping. Mm-mm. But I just told myself that I was just freaking out because of everything that has happened. Then randomly, I got brought up that my roommate also felt like someone was watching her when she was sleeping. Creepy. Then she told me that one time when I was gone and she was studying in our room, she heard something and looked up and my water bottle on my desk was moving around like not a wimpy plastic water bottle, my hydro flask. Mm. Then two nights later, I was trying to go to sleep and I was not trying to think of everything that happened in our room and just go to sleep. And just as I was falling asleep, I swear I felt someone breathe on me. I could feel that someone was right in front of my face. I could Mm -mm. feel the heat of their body. I pretended I didn't feel it and kept my eyes closed because what would I freaking do if a murderer of a demon was right in front of my freaking face? But I eventually fell asleep and I was telling my roommate about it and she said that she saw a person or a shadow of it. And she said that she saw a person or shadow of something in our room when she was trying to sleep. Like, are you kidding me? And so we were talking about all the crazy things and how maybe our room is haunted. And my roommate said, yeah, I just feel super creeped out in the room all the time. Like I feel like someone or something is in there. My roommate's Alexa went off and said, that's very nice. Thank you. No to Alexa's talking when they don't, when they're not called upon. (laughs) I almost died. I ran out of the room and all of the other roommates thought we were crazy and didn't believe us. We had our friends come over and bless our room because I was so freaked out and everyone made fun of me. Nothing else happened that year except creepy vibes and we moved around and we moved after that semester. Fast forward a year later, my old roommate ran into a girl who lived next to us and she was telling her about how her roommates got kicked out because they got caught playing with Ouija boards and doing satanic rituals. So basically we weren't crazy and thinking about it creeps me out every single time. Oh. what? What's up? Just stop with the Ouija board. No, stop like, with the Ouija board. Stop with the Ouija board. What are you Why doing? Why are you doing that? Why are you inviting that upon yourself? And it's like, like I don't believe in it. I'm like, that doesn't mean it doesn't believe in you. Yeah. It's coming for you regardless if you believe in it or not. Ooh. Terrifying. Okay. Terrifying. My best friend and I took a girl's trip to Oregon a couple of years ago and stayed in a house on the beach. It was a small home with one bedroom I'm like, upstairs. Oh, a nice story. <laughs> Just like an actual really yeah. cute story. She's That's like, what we, we need. Lo- we watched the sunset, <laughs> had some acebos, and went to bed. Thank you guys so much. It was a small home with one bedroom upstairs. To the right of the bedroom, there was a door that was locked that we heard noises coming from throughout our trip. We figured it was mice. Amazing. Uh, that's spooky enough. Yeah. <laughs> On the last night before we left, I decided I was going to try to unlock the door with a bobby pin and it did not work. 
When we went to bed, I could not sleep, so I went downstairs and laid on the couch. When I finally got tired enough, I turned off the lamp and headed to bed. When I got upstairs, I turned around and the lamp was back on. You could see the light kind of coming in through the staircase. After that, I finally fell asleep. My friend and I were sharing a bed, and she said that in the middle of the night, she felt like something was staring at her. She turned her body towards me, and it was me, wide-eyed, head resting on my hands, not blinking. (gasps) I am... Not okay. No. Please imagine us sleeping in the same bed and me, you just waking up and I'm just staring <laughs> like that. That's terrifying. Not okay. Are my jewels falling off? No, it feels like, like mine are though. Every second, yours are a little bit actually. <laughs> I'm like, do mine happen to be falling off like yours? <sighs> um, we have jewels on our eyes right now. I know these and, ends keep popping up. You know, okay. Wide-eyed, hands resting on my hands, not blinking. She said she tried waking me up and said a few choice words to me, thinking I was playing around, and said I kept saying things she could not understand as if I was sleep-talking, but unlike when someone is mumbling in their sleep, I was enunciating the words as if I was speaking a different language. She said I then kept asking her why she's scared, all the while not blinking. (laughs) I am freaking out. Why are you scared? I'm freaking out, Chelsea. I'm imagining us on a girl trip yeah. and you doing that to me. <laughs> like, why are you scared? Yeah. Just not blinking. Oh, even you doing that right now is horrifying. Like, you're horrifying. <laughs> she ended up shaking me over and over to wake me up, and I eventually just rolled over and went sound to sleep. I remember none of this. The next morning, we headed home. We live in Utah, so it was a long 10-hour drive back. When I got home, I took all my clothes off to take a shower, and I had scratches all over my chest, my legs, and some on my back. Not bloody, but enough to leave a mark. I instantly called her and had her check, and she had scratches on her arms. To this day, we do not know what happened, but I can say I will never be returning to that home. Oh my gosh, some like someone possessed her or something. That's Do you think so it was scary. like someone who spoke a different language like died there or something and then <gasps> I don't Aww. know but Airbnbs here's the thing I was saying when we were in Maine we were on this be- in this beautiful Airbnb that was so secluded and on the water but it's like and also Stephen King I think is from Maine or like wrote all his stories like kind of about Maine or in Maine yeah. or something so spooky that just vibes. kept yeah spooky vibes <gasps> and I kept thinking I'm like this is a place where like I never got a creepy feeling in the house. It was like an amazing Airbnb. Yeah. But just the location of it in the woods, pitch black. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is where horror films are made. And I could totally see having a scary experience there and no one's around. No, yeah. So like, can you imagine just going on a girl's trip to Oregon, like staying at this house and then something just creepy happens to you? No, that's, it's t- that's terrifying. That's I know okay. my, my grandparents' cabin is in the middle of actually nowhere. Like you can't, there's not another soul for miles, which in the daytime is nice. It's like, oh, yeah, you know. But at night, it was just me and Nick. And I was like, imagine if we heard footsteps. Or imagine if we heard a noise. Because at home in your apartment, it's like you hear noise all the time. Yeah. But I'm like, just imagine we hear noise outside. Not good. No, not okay. Because it's like so far away from the road. Like, that's not a good sign. I'm like, Mm -mm. or if we heard a knock at the door. Nope. No. Mm -mm. Okay. Growing up, I lived in the middle of the woods. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) No neighbors for about a mile on each side. And we owned 60 acres of forest, then a swamp after that. Amazing. (laughs) So basically, I lived in the middle of nowhere. One summer when I was about 14, I was out in the middle of the woods playing with my dog. I'm an only child, and both of my parents were out of town. (gasps) A brave brave soul. Yeah. Braver than a Marine. (laughs) When I kept feeling something hit my elbow, I'd go to throw Max's ball, and the bump would make me throw it almost straight up. Oh, like something was bumping bumping it. Yeah. 
Assuming it was just me bumping it on trees or something, I ignored it. After the fourth or fifth time of it happening though, I thought, well, this sucks. I'll just go home. Walking back, I felt uneasy, but I knew I was just freaking myself out because we were alone. About an hour, yeah, that's not like something normal. Like, oh, you know, it yeah. feels like something's on my, you know, it feels like there's a hair on my leg or something. It's like, Something's actually something's actually physically bumping your arm. And you're like, okay. Yeah. About an hour later, Max and I are at home on the couch when the garage door opens and he starts barking, barking, barking. When your dog starts barking like <laughs> no. at something, my my dog woke up at two a.m. My husband was out of town, and <laughs> Nick, as I'm like my husband, I don't know if you guys have ever met him, but he was out of town, and Sophie went berserk barking. At 2 a.m. And usually she barks at the window or at the door. Like she knows what she's barking at. She was just barking. And I'm like, sis, we're going to bed. If there's a, if there's a demon in here, we're just ignoring it. We're going to bed. Like stop barking. It's terrifying. And I was alone. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyways, back to her dog barking. <laughs> I hop, um, I hop up to go let in my mom or dad, even though they would be like getting home really, really early. I peered through the peephole and saw the door was still shut and no one was in the garage. Quieting Max down, I opened the door slowly and called out for my dad. Nothing, no response at all. So I go to check the door and it's still locked. Okay, sure. Weird, but oh well. Max heard it too. And so at least I know I'm not crazy. Wait, wait, wait. What door was locked? Um, like the garage door actually didn't go up, but she thought, but she heard it? I think it? maybe like her front door or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think maybe the front door. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe the the door to the garage. Okay. Hmm, I don't know. Um, about 20 minutes later, I hear the door open again. And this time Max starts growling like crazy. That's, Mm-mm. yeah, that's when you know. Just Mm-mm. let him loose. I quiet him down again and just assume it's the wind or something making noise. I'm getting spooked, even though by this point my heart is racing. I hear footsteps come up the stairs and think, oh, geez, dad really is home this time. And hop up to run to the door. It starts to jiggle, so I run faster to let him in. I peep through the hole, and even though my hand is loosely around the jiggling handle, there's no one on the other side of the door. Terrified, I go hide on the couch with all the lights on. Max is still growling. I'm horrified. About an hour after that, I start to feel a little better even – she's 14 at this time, yeah, mind nope. you. I start to feel a li- little better even though I'm still terrified. Then I hear the door handle jiggle again. This time, it was Max jiggling it. He needed to go outside, and the only way outside is through the garage. I'm sorry. Your dog just suddenly just like – jiggling can actually like, – just has his paw on yeah. the door handle. <laughs> <laughs> like gets a thumb all of a sudden. <laughs> this time, it was Max jiggling it. He needed to go outside, and the only way outside is through the garage. I'd be like – Hold it. Yeah. Oh, you can pee on the rug. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going outside. I'll hold a I'll hold a bowl for you or something. Yeah. I literally sprint with him. She says, fantastic. <laughs> I literally sprint with him to the kennel. And as I'm standing in there, I decided to ask this thing questions to make myself feel better because I knew it wouldn't answer me. Thinking about what to ask it, my eyes are drawn to this huge, heavy oak door on the kennel. Kennel? It was, I don't know. What's the kennel? I think like it, it, it's like a bigger outside thing. Like, it's not like a kennel, like you, like a little kennel. I think it's like a bigger, like almost like a chicken coop for dogs. Like, I think. like an I'm outside sure area, though. like a bigger I'm thinking area. of like some of the dog movies I've, I've seen. Okay. Anyways, because if there's a huge door, I'm guessing it's a pretty big thing. Right. Anyways, it was always open because it was too heavy for me to move easily. I said, okay, ghost, if you're real, you'll shut this heavy door. Nothing. A minute goes by, nothing. Max is still sniffing around. I turn around to yell at him to hurry up. And then from behind me, I hear click. I whipped around and saw the giant door had swung shut and latched. 
Okay, clearly it was just the wind. It wasn't really windy, but it was the wind for sure. Had to be. I proceed. Okay, ghost, that was the wind. If you're really real, you'll open this massive door back up. Nothing. I relax a bit and then squat down with my head on my knees, reminiscing about how lame I just was being scared when I hear click clack. The door was now wide open. (laughs) Max was done, so we booked it back to the house, locking every door in the house. For the next four hours, I would hear the footsteps on the stairs and the door handle jiggling every few minutes until finally around 11 p.m., my dad walks in and yells at me for wasting electricity. I never told him or my mom about it until about a f- four months later when my dad came in from hunting after dark. He looked shaken. I asked him what was wrong. He said he aimed at two deer but missed both completely because it felt as if something was hitting his elbow and making him shoot way above the deer. That's when I told him everything. And that's where she left it. Honey. Oh, that is so horrifying. There's, It's so scary when you have an experience and you don't tell someone and then they have the same one. Yes. So you know it's real. 100%. Terrifying. Confirms it. Okay. <sighs> Been listening to the podcast for about a year now. It's always a nice fun break from a hectic workday. Anyway, here's my family's scary story. It's commonly passed around by my grandfather who is 97 and swears that it's true. He is not usually a joker. So my grandpa used to be a head engineer for UPS back in the 1950s. He traveled often for work, bouncing around from UPS headquarters throughout the U.S. One night on the road, he and a coworker stopped in a motel on the side of the road in a small town in Indiana to rest for the night. They checked in and my grandpa was assigned to room 19. They said goodnight and retired to their rooms. As my grandpa started to drift off to sleep, he started to hear voices in his room. He cracked his eyes open, and at the foot of the bed, he saw a man and a woman angrily speaking to one another. My grandpa was obviously shocked to see people in his room and tried to call out or move, but he couldn't. All that he could physically control were his eyes. The man then turned to look at my grandpa and said to the woman, well, what are we going to do about him? To which the woman replied, don't worry, he'll be dead by the morning. My grandpa convinced himself it was just a bad dream and eventually fell back asleep. The next morning at checkout, my grandpa's coworker asked how he slept. My grandpa explained he had the strangest dream and, and what felt like sleep paralysis. Upon turning in his room key, the concierge asked, this must be some mistake, sir. Your room was supposed to be room 20? My grandpa got a pit in his stomach. No, ma'am, I stayed in room 19 last night. The concierge looked shocked. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm not sure how you got that room. Someone was murdered in their bed there last week. Hope you liked the story. It's always a fun one to tell at family gatherings. I haven't been able to find any proof of it, but after 70 years of telling it, my grandpa still to this day insists it is true. Happy Halloween, friends. Oh, we believe the grandpa. I believe the grandpa, but it seems weird that the guy would be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Someone got murdered in their bed last week. Like that seems... Well, maybe he said it more like, wait, you were not supposed to be in there. And he was like, why? And he was like, well, someone yeah. like, got murdered in, the, in that bed. Or like oh. someone got murdered there. And he was like, what? And he was like, yeah, someone murdered him in the bed. Like <gasps> oh, that is that a shiver down my I spine. Would sue. I would sue. Yeah. I'm suing that motel for yeah. all they're worth. <laughs> my gosh. Horrifying. Hello, ladies. This is not a story that happened to me, but to my boyfriend. I always tell him to retell the story, and it sends shivers down my spine every time. Oh, wow. (laughs) When he was attending a Christian college in Southern California, his school would have regular prayer worship nights that students had to attend, but they were also open to the public. One of these nights, my boyfriend says that during the prayer worship, they all heard someone laughing. And it wasn't like a chuckle or like someone trying to hold laughter in. No, this was like an evil sounding laugh. I don't know too many details, but I am assuming the pastor sensed something because he asked my boyfriend and his friend to help take her to a room in the back so they 
could pray for her. He says that even though she was super skinny, they tried moving her and she was super heavy, like trying to move bricks. Once they got her in the back, the real stuff went down. He said that she looked at the pastor, the pastor's assistant, my boyfriend and his friend, and started laughing. And as she was laughing, her voice started um, dropping octaves. It sounded like a low, deep man's voice almost. And then, you ready? She started bending back until her back was fully contorted. Keep in mind, she's been laughing through all of this. Okay. Oh. At this point, the pastor and his assistant tell my boyfriend and his friend to walk out. Yeah, I would have been out of there yeah, already. Yeah. So they did. And he says he threw up immediately into the nearest trash can. <gasps> he says he threw up because that's how absolutely terrified he was after witnessing what he thought only happened in movies. He says it was definitely not fake or made up. He doesn't really know what happened after they left, but he didn't really want to know. I hope this makes it into the show. Love you girls and love the podcast so much. Oh. Terrifying. My gosh. Do you want me to read the last one? Sure. Okay. This is the last story, you guys. Hi, Beth. Heard that it helps to give you a shout out in the subject line. (laughs) Haha. Loved your episode last week. I have a short story to share for the Halloween episode. It's actually a story from a friend of mine, but too good not to share. My friend and a couple of girls, all in their 20s, were living in an older rental home together. For several weeks, they kept hearing what sounded like animal noises coming from the attic, scratching, things moving around. One day when the noises were really bad, my friend got the idea to open the attic door, one of those doors in the ceiling, and stick a selfie stick through the door to try and take a photo of the animal in the attic. She took the photo and when she pulled the selfie stick down, she was horrified to see a man's face on her phone screen. She screamed and ran out of the house to call 911. Turns out a homeless man had moved into the attic, been living there for weeks to months, had moved furniture in and everything. Came down to get food when the girls left the house. Stop. So scary and crazy. Hope you enjoyed. Cannot wait for this episode. It's one of my favorites. Love you guys. That, remember the vent? Yes. The vent story that started it all. The vent story? shook the nation that was in probably last year's episode right no, i think it was in the first year oh was it yeah it was like one of the first stories the eyes in the vent you We're, guys need to go listen if you haven't if you're a new listener you need to go listen to both previous scary stories because they're all different yes so you need to go listen and you'll have a great halloween there's some good stories in those ones do this year's stories were spooky they they were very spooky and you know what i have one final thing to say my mom called me the other day and told me that my brother was driving to school and the other day mm-hmm. and is driving down the road and just sees a dead body on the side of the road like right like on right near our house and he's and it's naked like it only oh. has the bottoms on and it's he didn't know if it was a girl or a boy like he couldn't tell like a woman or a man but he like freaked out and called my mom like drove I think drove even back to our house and was like there's a dead body and like my mom came in there were cops and stuff and they had caution tape and it turned out that it was like all that they had heard was it was someone hit by a car but it was like literally naked <gasps> on the ground and my brother saw it and it got hit at 5 30 a.m and when my brother went to school it was like seven or something <gasps> so he'd just been laying there isn't that horrifying like that's horrifying. He was like, I'm not sleeping tonight. Like, no. that was the worst sight I've ever seen. That's so scary. So how, how did he know it was dead? Because it was like… Not moving, face down, I'm pretty sure. <gasps> naked. Like, like, he was like, no questions asked. It was dead. Oh. My god! Isn't that so scary? That's terrifying. I Why mean, was it naked? I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't so know the details. But yeah. Horrifying. That so, is horrifying. Wowza. Okay, well, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you think your friends or people that follow you on Instagram would enjoy it, make sure to share it on your Instagram story. Yes. Um, We're trying to get this episode number one trending on the podcast app. 
Number one. <gasps> How awesome Watch out, be? Joe Rogan. Oh, wait. He's on Spotify now. <laughs> Move aside, everyone else. We're going to be number one trending for Halloween. That is going to be the best Halloween present you guys could possibly give to us. That Can, would wait, be is the it best. called one, number one trending? I don't know. It's on like number one charts. on the top charts. You guys have been getting us to the top charts every week. Yes. It usually shows up the day or two after. Um, and it's getting higher and higher. And it's getting higher and higher. But that would be the best would Halloween be awesome. as if you get presents on Halloween. I'm like… I really want a Halloween present this year. No, um, but really, if you think people, you know, your friends or anyone would enjoy listening, make sure to share on your story. Tag us. We always love to repost you guys, chat with you. And if you're not already following our Instagram, it's at what we said podcast. And if that's kind of the place where we tell you of upcoming episodes, you guys can send in stories like you did today. That's where you'll be notified of like when these story episodes are happening. Also, we have a um Extra, our bonus episode comes out this Friday. So you're listening to this on Tuesday. On Friday, we have our, you know, monthly advice column. So if you have things you want advice on, write in to hello at what we said podcast to make sure that you get it in time. Yes. Hello at what we said podcast.com. Write us in if you need some advice on anything. It could be relationship issues. Spooky stuff. (laughs) A demon overtaking (laughs) you. No, just anything you need advice on. And we're going to do our bonus episode. So that'll be fun. Is there anything else? I think that's it. Happy Halloween, you guys. Stay safe. Stay safe. Dress up with your friends. Highly recommend getting matching wigs. Yes, that was fun. And going and doing photo shoot. If you didn't see our Instagram, we did that and it was really fun. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing, safe Halloween. Again, if you need something lighthearted to listen to after this episode, go listen to one of our past episodes. Yes. We only do this one time a year because we always want our podcast to be fun and uplifting. So go listen to a different episode. Yeah. If you're feeling spooked right now. Uh, guys, our trivia episode probably was one of the episodes we've laughed the hardest in ever. So if yes. you haven't listened to it yet, you need to go listen to the last episode because yes. it was a doozy. For sure. It was a real doozy. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Happy Halloween. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Woo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>